Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the GH Report coming to you live right here on AfterBuzz TV, talking about the latest and greatest happening on General Hospital, which airs weekdays on ABC. I'm Frank Moran. And I'm Carla Renata. We have a special guest for y'all today. I've been promising y'all for months, I'm going to get a guest, I'm going to get a guest. It didn't happen, it didn't happen. And finally, 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 I was able to track down my girl, (laughs) Brianna Nicole, who plays Jordan on General Hospital. Welcome, Brianna. We are so excited to have you. Now, is it Brianna or Brianna? Brianna. Cool. Okay. I appreciate that. A lot of people, I, I have so many people in my life that just go through my life calling me Brianna, and I'm like, almost. You're like, mm, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like first off, uh, as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, feel free to hop in the chat. I'm sure many of you are already in there, and if you have any questions for Brianna, let us know, and uh, Carla will make sure that those get asked. But first, yes, Brianna- First thing we got to say is, I, I know you played Jordan Ashford, but let's just talk about your latest role as a newlywed. Ooh, I Yes, congratulations. Really Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and your husband is like the bomb diggity in the music world. I mean, he is just writing scores for everything he did when they, when they see us. He's doing everything. 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 Mrs. America. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's funny. We go anywhere and I completely disappear, which I don't mind. I'm like, even when I introduced him to my friends for the first time, they just are like, I just want to talk to Chris. He's way more interesting. I'm like, he is pretty interesting. <laughs> You're like, if I must say so myself, pat, pat, pat. Exactly, right? I'm like, thank you very much. <laughs> and just so y'all know that are listening and watching, her husband is Chris Bowers. Chris with a K. Bowers, B-O-W-E-R-S. So that's who we are talking about. And he is, I, yeah, I can't, I remember I went to a, um, they did a, a special screening. Netflix was doing these special screenings back in the day when they used to do that. They did this <laughs> special screening over at Raleigh Studios. It was a Netflix wow. event. And he came out and he played, he sat at the piano and he played the music while the film was showing up on the screen. Ooh, it was, was, I bet you I was there. I bet you were too. I didn't see you because if I'd seen you, I would have I would have pulled you up and been like, hey. <laughs> like, like I did the first time I met you. The first time I met you, I was like, hey. <laughs> on General Hospital. You like, okay, I'll come. I was like, I will. You like, I'll come. I'm like, I'm glad we finally got you here. But yeah, that was her husband is awesome, but you're awesome too. You're you so let's just talk about the fact that you jumped into some shoes that for a lot of GH fans felt like they were huge to fill. Sure, sure. Because the young lady that was there before who went on to star in a series called Digstown, I believe is what it's called. People were were really starting to fans were really starting to just like, you know, gravitate and fall in love with her when she was yeah. like, 
deuces gotta go i'm gonna start my own show and exit space left so that's what she did and then you came in how difficult was that transition for you? Because I know this wasn't, GH is not your first soap. You were on Young and the Restless before. Mm-hmm. But how sure. difficult was it for you to step into these shoes at GH? It was very difficult. I mean, I will say I had been pre-warned, um, especially by, you know, Donnell, that that uh, the fans can be pretty brutal when they have new people come into characters that have kind of started to become loved. Um, and, you know, even prior to, actually it wasn't prior to, it was kind of after I have auditioned for the part, uh, role of Jordan, I kind of, um, I don't know, wanted to just see how Vanessa was and what her energy was like and why they chose me to take the place of that. And, you know, she was very talented. So it was a compliment that they felt like, you know, they wanted me to step into the role that she had um, been playing for the last, I think it was like five years. Yeah. She'd been there for a minute. Yeah. Good friend. When when it comes, uh, Brianna, when it comes to that, I guess when you start, do you, is your is your idea to be a, kind of faithful to the way uh, Vanessa portrayed the character? And how long does it before you start taking what you your insights and your thoughts about the character and start kind of injecting those into the scenes? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I kind of you know. I'm always under the impression that it's like the same thing with like Broadway and understudies, right? It's like you want to keep uh, the story aligned for storytelling purposes, but you're not going to be able to replace uh, Lin-Manuel with with somebody else. It's going to be a completely different essence. So I, I felt very comfortable knowing, you know, this is who I am. I'm going to bring a different flavor to Jordan um, than Vanessa did. And um, I didn't realize how different it was going to be. I also think that the writers and just GH in general uh, took an opportunity to um, infused the character with some different things that they had been wanting to play with Vanessa that, you know, over years of being able to see the character develop, you know, oh, we want the character to be a more, a bit more like this. So if you guys even notice, like they dressed me a bit more, um, I, I, I dress a bit more conservatively, you know, a bit more like in suits and whatnot. And Vanessa kind of wore the beautiful dresses and stuff. And they kind of, I guess we're getting a lot of, you know, fan feedback oh she doesn't feel like a commissioner because of the way you guys dress her and so you know they kind of made these little changes I think to the character when I came in which also felt helpful uh as to making it kind of my own too I I didn't um I definitely didn't feel pressure from um the show or the directors to um play it the way that Vanessa played it because it's just impossible she brings something different than I could you know yeah, I mean, you, you guys are two completely, excuse me, my notebook. Um, you guys are two completely, I know, just like, here's my notebook. Um, <laughs> just like, here you go. Um, you guys are two completely different people. So it's understandable that you would bring a different flavor to Jordan. But what the one of the things that I noticed, and I think I mentioned this to you when I met you briefly that one time, that I asked you, I'm like, are you feeling comfortable yet? Because for a couple of, a couple of weeks, I felt through the screen that mm-hmm. you were struggling with trying to become comfortable because you did have so much sitting on your shoulders in terms of what you just discussed. Yeah, I mean, I remember coming in and you know, this is the first time I've ever been a series regular. So I've been on a lot of different shows, but never with so much um, dialogue. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm pretty good at memorizing. It's one of my skills, I think, uh, as just Brianna. But, you know, 
being a police commissioner, I'm using dialogue that I've words I've never even said out of my mouth before. So it was a lot of like just trying to make this feel as authentic as possible. And I'm also 28. So they cast me much younger than Vanessa actually um, I actually was playing Jordan. I mean, I would I would argue if you know, my son, TJ is, you know, what, out of med school, he's probably 23, 24. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you had him when you were two. I had him when I was two years old, pretty much. So you know, if anything, that was something that I felt I had to also find my way into because, you know, I can barely imagine what it feels like to have a five-year-old right now. Never mind like a 24-year-old student from, you know, in med school. And so it definitely took me some time to kind of find, um, I think, just the mature, powerful woman that that Jordan is. Um, and, you know, as well as there's definitely, you know, everyone on set kind of jokes, oh, you're so nice, Brianna, you're so nice. Um, but there's definitely a um, assertiveness that I have to my per person in general. Um, but when I kind of came on the show, you know, I'm always, I'm the actor that's like, how can I connect? How can I connect? How can I, I find a moment? And that's not always the way that we can do it on the soap. They kind of just want me to, you know, no, Jordan's at business and she's upset right now. And I'm like, oh, but her and Valerie have this past, like, and they kind of came over it. Like, can I kind of hit her from this like woman to woman place? And they're like, no, we want it more this way. And so, you know, I think it, it took time for me to, um, I don't know, not take the note that the directors were giving me because, um, I was doing that, but I wanted to infuse it with some Brianna as well. And they started to slowly allow me to do that more over time when they started to trust me. Yeah, let's just address that for a second. So this is your first series regular and usually on other shows where you're not, a well, actually when you're a series regular or if you're a guest star, you're walking into a situation where you're working with or the series regular people are walking into a situation where they're working with different directors all the time. You don't have the luxury of having the same director for every episode, week after week, month after month, year after year. Could you just speak to the challenges of having to do that as someone who's a first time newbie in this forum? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because we have a new director every time that we pretty much go on set. And, you know, sometimes it's actually to the point where we're actually, you know, sometimes we record scenes twice because it's the opening of the next show. Um, and, you know, you'll have a different director for that same scene that you just shot with another director. And it's just like, Ooh. oh, wow. <laughs> you kind of have to really remember what you did. Because yes. I noticed that GH does that. They'll open the next day with yes. the scene that they ended with the day before. Yes. And I'm like, and I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I was like, I never act seems a little different than the day before. <laughs> like, it don't seem as intense as it did the day before. And I thought, well, maybe it I really thought it was like an editing thing. I'm like, well, maybe they edited it wrong. Oh, that's hilarious. Sometimes it was shot uh, like a couple <laughs> hours later and you just ate a whole sandwich and like you gotta recreate the same moment, you know. But but it is challenging working with, you know, a bunch of different directors. I think that. I felt lucky because I, I went to USC and I did uh, got my BFA for theater. And so we were constantly working with different directors and different um, people for each show. So, you know, it's kind of just about like locking into the director you're working with. And, you know, you start to realize like, uh, you know, so-and-so likes a lot of movement in their scenes. So I know for this monologue that I'm going to say, they're going to have me all over the room. And then you have other directors that just want, you know, 
stillness and we'll maybe just have you lean forward in the chair and like it's kind of just becoming acute to you know what certain directors like and don't like and how you can operate and collaborate with them faster because you have that knowledge oh man <laughs> but what's it been like uh collaborating with Danelle? because i mean he already had relationships there with vanessa and how uh curtis and jordan operated so what was it like when you come in and and is he just like, all right, let's just build it up from scratch again about what you and I think Curtis and Jordan are? He was so good to me. Donnell was so, so good to me when I came on the show. He was, I honestly, it's so funny. People always ask me, I'm like, Donnell just feels like my friend. He's a really nice guy. And he, you know, he kind of like, he was very welcoming. He was very comforting. He was very encouraging when we would do our scenes together. Um, and I don't know, he's just... Um, he, it feels like Donna always has my back when we're on set. And I, I really appreciate that. That, that really feels um, important when you are coming onto a new set with someone that especially just had a different love interest. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like Donnell too, especially having been in the soap world for a while at that point, you know, you say goodbye to what was and you have to kind of find the new boundaries and the new ways of exploring um, the relationship with the new person. And, you know, I'm someone that asks a million questions, which I imagine drives all my directors crazy. <laughs> right? I'm, they're like, Brianna, stop. I'm like, I just got to know why is she walking to the desk? <laughs> and, um, and, and yeah, I mean, he, he was great from the beginning and any question I had about the character, he would just fill me in and, and be like, I would ask him, I'd be like, you know, does Jordan have a relationship with like, you know, Carly? Like what, what's that been? And he'll be like, Ooh. oh, we had a couple episodes like this and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I just kind of jump in because no one gives you a relationship guide. No one gives you- know, you that's interesting that you say that because I always wondered, I'm like, so if you're not some, so if you get a gig on a soap and you're not an avid fan of that soap, like if you hadn't been somebody that had been watching it for like, you know, 5,000 years, <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna ask, how do you jump into that world and have some kind of a semblance or backstory, kind of pick up where you are in that moment? You ask a ton of questions. I mean, that that is my like every person I worked with. Probably the first like six months of shooting, I'd be like, so what is my character's relationship like with you? Like, have we had any fights? Do we like each other? Like, what, have we had any rope? Like, I remember with Maurice Bernard, I was always asking him, like, so what is Jordan and, and Sunny's relationship? Like, would, would she be feeling this way? Like, I just, I just ask questions. I feel, I feel no shame in being like, because I never watched General Hospital before. I, I have to admit it. I'd never seen it. Um, wow. And, I start it's off, been on, off. It's been on your entire life. It's been <laughs> on my whole, and then some. <laughs> and so when I got I the like, job. Is 28. This show has been on her entire life. Yeah, I was just watching General Hospital episodes leading up to my test audition, like just trying to feel the tone of the world so that I could <laughs> nail it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some questions in the, from the chat. Everybody is there. And I'm, I'm, let me just acknowledge them for a second. So when we do this show, th this after show, we have a chat room where everybody piles in there and they give us comments and they give us dialogue as we're doing the show in real time. And we haven't been on for a while, obviously, because the show has been dark sure. and we've been seeing rerun reruns of Nurses Balls and whatnot. But we got 
a good portion of the people that are usually here all the time in the chat room right now. So thank y'all for coming in. Thank y'all for seeing them alerts that I put up. Me and Brianna, we were up there tweeting and, and Instagramming and carrying on. But one of the questions that they have is they said, um, this one comes from Michael B who is crazy, but he says, why didn't Jordan just cut Cyrus when she knew he had her kid? He said a black mama would have done some damage. Can I tell you, I know I'm probably in trouble, but I had a lot of trouble with that part of the story. I was like, Jordan's the commissioner. I was like, she would have had four cops on her son at every move, but you know, you got to do what's on the paper ultimately. And, and the way that they want to tell the story, I'm just a vessel for what they want me to uh, express and tell. So I agree with you. I they also want to know. They're going crazy. Yeah, I agree too. <laughs> They also want to know, will we see Sean? Will we see Sean again? <clears throat> I don't know. I, you guys probably know more than I do. Truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're like, hashtag free Sean. <laughs> Brianna, what is it like? Oh, go ahead. Funny story is I actually tested with Sean years ago. And I, I want to say it was for this role before they reworked it and decided that they wanted to change the character a bit and, and then retested a new group of women, which I think Vanessa was in and I was not. But I actually tested with him a lot. I was, oh man, I think I was like 21 years old or something wow. like that. And I was standing next to him and I remember like, <laughs> I remember just like watching the rest of the women on the, the test and I was like, I probably look like this man's daughter because I probably kind of could be. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is the one I'm going to get. Aww. <laughs> that is hilarious. Who did you test with uh, when you went for the audition this time around? Donnell. Nice. Yeah. So, Brianna, I have to ask, as the commissioner of police, I, I feel like it's a thankless role on General Hospital because there's so much fanfare around Sonny, Jason, the mob part of it, that the cops can never truly win because they because they can't write those guys losing. So what are the, what's the challenge of like, if like you still want to be the hero and still feel like you're a competent, uh, a, a competent person. So what's yeah. the challenge of like playing that role? I mean, it's hard. Even my co-stars will be on set and they'll be like, oh, you know, the general hospital PD, they don't solve anything. <laughs> I'm like, I know guys, I'm trying to convince myself out of that right now. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to be in the moment. But, you know, it is hard. I would like to see, I would like to see, um, some wins for Jordan that aren't necessarily opposed to Sonny because I think anytime Jordan goes against Sonny, she's just going to lose. I mean, he is, he's the heart of what the fans love. And I actually loved the moments that um, Sonny and Jordan are together. And I would actually like, I mean, now that I'm like, what's even going to happen to Jordan and her career and everything that's, you know, um, at risk, I wouldn't mind seeing a little Sonny Jordan collaboration on some things to kind of uh i don't know help port charles in the way that sonny's been helping port charles <laughs> well i do know with this latest gang storyline they did a great job slow playing it because i was wondering uh, to really get involved with your character that yeah. your character became a really essential part of it so what was it like finally getting to be a driver of your own storyline as opposed to just being a support to somebody else's 
Oh, so exciting. I mean, I think that I was just, you know, my EP kept telling me like, it's coming, it's coming. And I was like, where is it? You know, they gave me like a hot second with the kidney storyline, but even still, it was really about Ryan Chamberlain. And so, you know, it was exciting to, um, it was exciting to show Jordan on a bit more of like a different, like an array of emotions because they often have me playing her very stern. And, you know, I went back on Twitter one day and saved a bunch of pictures that GH posts about episodes and all of them, my brows are furrowed like this because she's always like determined or scared or anxious or, you know, we don't get to see, um, I, I appreciated that we got to see Jordan as a mother a bit more and we got to see her heart and we got to see um, things that she loves other than work. Cause I think it's really important to show fans that side of Jordan as well. Uh, Bree, what was your favorite, um, what has been your favorite scene to shoot on General Hospital thus far? Man, that's a really great question. I wish I could say I came up with it, but I didn't. <laughs> it's a good one. What's my favorite? You know, I will say one of my favorite scenes was the wedding scene uh, with Donnell. It was very special. I got to wear this big, and it was before my husband even proposed to me. So I didn't have like, I'm pretty sure it was. And I didn't have, I didn't have like any of the, I don't know, I, the bride like, you know, thoughts yet. So it was really cool getting to be in this like big, beautiful dress and, you know, this, I don't know. It was just exciting to um, all the flowers. I took so many flowers home that day. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for that too, girl. You didn't have to pay for them either. What? I was like, Look, I if it's free, it's me. I would have taken them too. Yeah, my husband was like, why are you bringing these home? I was like, these are expensive. They paid for these flowers. Like we should use them. But the wedding was really fun. And I think because there wasn't very much dialogue, I got to really just play with like the way it would feel to be getting married, which was really uh, exciting and kind of future telling. <laughs> uh, they have one, they have one more question. So Dolores Leach wants to know what character in your opinion is underused, meaning they should explore that particular character a little bit more. I think my son, I think TJ, he is such, Taj is such a good actor um, and he's so handsome. <laughs> and I'm like, let's just put him up there more. I want to see even more of um, him and him without even Molly. I want to see what's going on in TJ's world and in his family world with us too. Yeah, because they do have a tendency that whenever they do show TJ, they always show him in tandem with Molly. That's a, actually a really good point. Yeah. I want to ask you this question though. General Hospital, more so than the other soaps, has a nice little, and the operative word being little, contingency of African-American characters on that soap opera. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you feel about, how do you feel about people of color on, on soaps and the lack of our presence there for the most part? General Hospital for the most part would not be one of those that is guilty of that. Mm -hmm. But you know, I just, I just was interested to know what you felt about that. 
I got to be honest, it's disappointing. I think especially in an industry right now that is um, craving and so excited to diversify casts and get, you know, um, different kinds of looking people on their shows, and including just within Black people, dark skin, light skin, you know, mixed, just Black, like all of these different kinds of people on these shows. And, you know, I will say I appreciate the, you know, space that's being held with me for me at General Hospital and the fact that I have a family, but I encourage all the soaps to go further. I think that, you know, I had, I remember having a couple of um, cast members and I won't say names, but I just remember hearing that anytime they often put, you know, people in interracial relationships, fans get really upset about that. And I'm like, well, if that's me, then fans just have to get upset about that because we live in a different world and I'm multiracial. I'm like, I wouldn't even be here if my parents weren't together. And, you know, so I I think that, um, you know, I think that there needs to be more room to see different colored, different shades. I'm talking about Indian, Chinese, everybody on soaps. Um, For sure. That's kind of how I feel about it. Okay, here we go. Here's one other question. They're saying... Do you, would you like to see, based on what you just said, would you like to see recent events written into the storyline when y'all come back? 100%. I think that it would be such a missed opportunity. I am playing a Black female police commissioner. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that is more usable in our soap story than the current events that are happening in our world. Um, and I just think that, I think that, um, some of these soaps need to trust that fans, when you're writing these characters in a way that they can relate to them and that they can see their own experiences through them, they're going to be interested. Um, and I think that they're going to be appreciative to see stories that are on their hearts and in their minds represented on their favorite soap opera, um, for sure. Go ahead, Frank. I'll let you have some time. Well, we've already talked about uh, working with uh, uh, when you're acting across of Curtis and TJ, but we also have another member of the family, Aunt Stella. Yeah. What is it like when you get a chance to share some scenes with Renee Watson? Oh my gosh, she's dreamy. I love Renee. She is so, so funny. And just talk about somebody that has been a black female actress for years. I mean, she has been trudging the very path that I walk now on. So it feels like an honor to work with Renee. Um, I think she is so talented. I will never forget being so nervous. I don't know if you guys remember, but when I first came on, um, it was a little bit after I think the therapy episode with Anstella and Vanessa. And this was kind of later on and Anstella and I were still not in a very good place and we were having dinner, I think at the Metro court. And mm-hmm. I just remember like picking up my glass to like drink water and my hand was shaking. And I was like, I <laughs> my hand would be shaking with her too. I mean, Vernay Watson, Emmy award winning Vernay Watson is literally a legend in the acting community. I mean, I remember, I don't know if y'all remember this, but don't y'all remember she played Will Smith's mama on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Do y'all remember that? 
She was Will Smith's mama, y'all. <laughs> and now she playing on Stella. And her show, Bob Loves, uh, Bob Hearts Abishola, so got picked up for another season. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so, uh, Brianna, what has it been like now? I mean, we're talking about many things that are happening now. Uh, certainly the, the pandemic, but the closing of production. What's it been like for you and the rest of the cast? Are you commiserating during this kind of time in limbo? Is the show pretty uh, active in reaching out to you guys and saying, we're we're trying to get this going soon, guys, just be patient? I mean, to be fair, I definitely, I think in the beginning of COVID, I was hearing from production a bit more. As the months went on, I think there was just an acceptance that nothing was going to happen for a little while. Uh, but I'm starting to hear little murmurs, little like, hey, this is what we're thinking. This is what we're thinking. Um, and, you know, I think seeing B&B start to open up is really getting people excited. And I think Y&R, um, you know, was also like an inspiration of, oh, they're trying for July. And um, so, you know, I haven't really spoken to many of my castmates. I'm really good friends with Tamara Braun, so I do still speak to her. I just was on the phone with her for like an hour yesterday. Yeah, she just uh, won the okay. Emmy. Yes. She did just win an Emmy, or two days ago, but uh, yes, she just won an Emmy. And um, and I talked to, you know, Caitlin Willow um, from GH and um, Sophia uh, from GH, Sasha. Um, and those are kind of the, the main people that I hit. Me and Donnell will send little, like, you know, Instagram messages, like, miss you, like, hope you're okay. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of... Oh, we did do... Um, Nancy had this drive-by, I think, for some kind of charity that we were raising money for. And so a bunch of us got in our cars and did this little car parade. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> the car parades are hilarious like I see people posting about the car parades for like birthdays and stuff and I'm like I'm almost jealous because I know there is not gonna be a car parade if we are still in this in September ain't nobody trying to drive in the hot ass valley <laughs> in September for a car parade no. so I'll, like, I'll drive for your car parade Carla, I'll do it I'm there too Carla <laughs> yeah. I'm in somebody I'm don't have to coordinate it yeah I'm gonna coordinate my own car parade <laughs> no <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so they got jokes they got jokes in the chat room oh, they're, they're saying they should do a chemical that turns Sunny or Jason into superheroes like the Marvel stories don't you think that would be cool I'm like that's crazy <laughs> And then they and then they also said that they would love it if the Cassidines were behind the virus wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> they committed some pretty atrocious things so <laughs> but what I want to ask you real quick is um when you had that kidney I was scared when you had that kidney stone um storyline because that's kidney stone but the kidney storyline because I was like damn she just got there they trying to kill my sister off what the hell so I said if you go back and you watch the GH after show during that time you will hear me I was like they just got her like Don't seriously, y'all gonna try to kill her off? Yeah, man. That that storyline was was um, exhausting but very fun, uh, and I love being in bed. I was in bed. I was about to say, how exhausting could it be if you laying in the bed for your scene? It was mostly like emotionally oh. exhausting, but but physically, I was like. I'm so happy I don't have to do blocking and that I don't have to move anywhere or remember to pick something up from my desk. <laughs> I'm so glad. 
Well, Brianna, I want to ask you real quick uh, to uh, kind of see how you justify some of Jordan's actions. Sure. Because I feel like uh, while the show was out, up and running, I feel like Carla and I would talk about it, uh, scenes with Jordan in, in these storylines where she would keep things really close to the vest and she wouldn't tell Curtis stuff, even though they had committed, hey, we're going to be open and honest, no more secrets. And yet she would continue to hold things close to the vest. Uh, how can you, I, I feel like Jordan should learn, shouldn't she? Or do you, or how are you justifying as Jordan why she's still kind of unwilling to open up? That's a hard one. The way I justify it in my head is just, you know, because Jordan was undercover at some point, I kind of just feel like, you know, my dad's a cop in real life. And there are so many things that are just like hardwired into him because he's been a cop for, you know, 15 plus years. And so I kind of imagine that like, you know, because she was undercover, there are, you just live a more secretive life. You don't share things with people. You lie a lot to kind of rearrange the truth in a way that you know you can actually discuss with someone um i wish i do wish that jordan would stop doing it with curtis so much i feel like it's detrimental to the marriage but um that's kind of the only way i've been able to justify it in my head um and you know pair it with some maybe some family trauma that jordan than had in her past because we don't know anything about her past really so I kind of just make up all these stories in my head about her family and you know her childhood and whatever um so that's kind of the best I could do with that one <laughs> yeah so what's it like uh when you let your dad know like hey guess what I'm playing a police officer on tv now uh what's his reaction loves it he's so cute because uh there are a couple of scenes where like i had to hold a gun or you know read the miranda rights and uh he loves that i have them memorized and he loved you know he, sh he would show me like gun videos and be like this is how you should hold the gun and i'm like oh, oh no like, uh. i was on set i was like is this how i do it he was very proud <laughs> what would you say is the closest characteristic that is the biggest difference between you and Jordan? I would say, I would say Jordan's, um, Jordan's addiction to work over everything. Mm. Um, for me, it's like my husband, my dog, my, like people are what I feel like fill me as Brianna and where I see um, a lot of my purpose being channeled into. Um, with Jordan, it's all work. Um, to, to, I feel like the deficit of people in her life. Um, and so I would say that that's probably the biggest way that Jordan and I are different. And I also am a terrible liar. You would think as I'm an actress, I would be good at it, but I'm a terrible liar and Jordan lies all the time. <laughs> yes, she does. He's lying all the time. Whole girl lie at the drop of a hat. Uh, you got Frank choking. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they're like in the chat room, they're like, hold up, hashtag where's Jordan's parents? <laughs> Where are Jordan's parents? I, I was on this rant, girl. I was on this rant for like weeks where I was like, where are Trina's parents? Why is this child gallivant? Because I'm like, as a black girl, I'm like, why is this child gallivanting through poor Charles? And we don't see nobody's mama. We don't see nobody's daddy. And then they bring in the parents and then they kill one of them all. I'm like, really? And I love so you're going to bring the daddy in just to go bang, bang, shoot him up. He gone. Like, what is, what is that? I don't understand. I was so sad about that. <laughs> I was just really starting to love him. 
And then they were like, yeah, this is gonna happen. And they told me, of course, a little while before it happened. And I was like, oh. He's good. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm only here for a minute. Deuces. He was like, let me, let me, let me grab this check real quick and go back and, and eat my bonbons and put my feet up. He was good. We all know um, he's coming back. We know Jordan's talking to him on that little cell, on that cell phone in her office, that little burner phone stashed away. It's all good. It's all good. Maybe Jordan's talking to her dad. I mean, <laughs> let's hope she let's hope she talking to a parent. I will put that out there. Hashtag where is Jordan's parents? Who is Jordan's parents? Where they at? <laughs> Just want to know. When you find out, let me know, please. Where they at? Um, there might be some actors that will watch this. They're either watching it in real time or they may, may be watching it after the fact. Yeah. What advice would you give to a young actress who's trying to get her feet wet in the business right now because right now it's different it's yeah. different you're not going on auditions everybody is self-taping even with the self-tapes we don't know how that's going to look when the production goes back up like yeah. we just don't know yeah so yeah. how would you how would you advise an actor in this particular moment in time how to stay sharp and be ready when their moment comes I would say the best thing that you can do, and I know a lot of even what I've been doing is like study, like watch movies that you think are amazing and not just for pleasure, but watch the way they're directed, watch the way they're shot, watch the way the actor, you know, handles dialogue and um, read plays, read lots of plays. I would even argue like, you know, challenge yourself and, and memorize some monologues, just keeping your instrument as sharp as possible because that's ultimately what it is right it's like our bodies our minds our voices are just our instruments as artists and you know ultimately i do think that the world has survived worse you know and will continue to survive worse um we are adaptable and i think if there's anything that um our world needs more it's art and it's people making stuff and i i can't see that I can't see COVID destroying the industry. So I would say hang in there and trust that we will come out on the other side of this. And you want to be as sharp and as polished as you can be when, you know, um, your opportunity strikes. Oh. Brianna, I want to ask you then, how do you think you've grown as an actor over these past couple of years, just being in general hospital? How, how have you grown? Oh man, I think that that's a great question. I think that I've learned to take better care of myself when I'm on set, to be kinder to myself, um, to trust myself more. I think that's the biggest thing that me as Brianna, I felt like was a weakness was I didn't fully trust that I could show up and do the job that I needed to do to tell the story the best way I could. And I no longer find myself um, doubting myself in, in, in that much of a way. Um, taking the time, demanding the time. If I need to cry and, you know, we just came from a lunch break and we have this big scene, I can demand, hey, can you guys give me a minute? I just need to drop into something that's going to feel honest. And I, I have that right as an artist that's collaborating with all of these people to say, like, I want to give you guys my best too. Um, and so, like, how can we all do that together? Um, so I think it's just like learning to work with what I need and what is being demanded of me as well. I guess that's got to be the biggest challenge coming out to, uh, it's, it's like starting a TV show or a film from scratch from the pilot on. You're jumping into a situation where all these other people, are mid storyline, have been here for years. 
already have the routines and you just got to drop right in and be like almost like immediately start running. Yeah. And I think like humility is the best thing that I took with me into this experience was like, just learn from all these people that have been doing it forever and um, never feel complacent. I, there are always ways that I can be better and that I can um, be better at telling this story of Jordan in general hospital. Is it pretty much, uh, cause I know you were on YNR before, uh, in terms of just the actual production of a soap opera, any big differences between the way that uh, general hospitals run as opposed to YNR or nuts and bolts, it's all pretty much put together the same way? You know, truthfully, I can't really remember some of the ways that YNR functioned because I was, I was, I think on 16 episodes over six months there. So I wasn't there consistently enough to really see the way that the machine was oiled. But um, I would say that GH, it's definitely like one take. <laughs> like, know your lines, show up, and then let's move on. It's very, very quick. Um, but I do appreciate our executive producer does a great job at keeping um, the soundstage just really quiet, especially in like really important scenes and in moments. Um, and that helps the actors not be so distracted. Um, so that's something that I remember at least. Um, I, I remember, I remember, I think it, I, I, I do remember a bit more, I don't want to say laughter, but like, you know, I think it's a bit, people are, are willing to take their time and enjoy the experience a bit more where GH, it feels like we're like studying for the SATs. It's like, you got to do it. You're under, or like you're taking an SAT test. It's like, I only got 15 minutes left. <laughs> you know? Is that a good thing as well? Because I, I feel like to, to get used to, because I feel like, you know, on many other productions, you have a chance to do multiple takes. So if you don't feel like, ah, I didn't quite get this, but to be in a one and done kind of atmosphere, to be able to learn to let yourself just like, all right, that was it. And I, and I can't dwell on it. I just got to move on. Yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. I'll never forget um, Haley Aaron. When I first got to the show, I kind of asked her, uh, you know, what, what's a tip? And she was like, I remember having moments like crying in my car because a day didn't go that well. And she was like, but something that you have to realize about soap operas is that you're going to get another chance to have a better day because there's, we're always making content. And so it's just like, if you have a bad day, take it on the chin, assess why it was a bad day. And then pick up the pieces and go back to work the next day, you know? Wow, that moves fast. They have a, one more question um, in the chat room. They want to know that scene where you had to like ream on Molly. <laughs> how <laughs> how <laughs> difficult was that for you? <laughs> Man, y'all, let's talk about that scene. <laughs> so it was interesting because I actually, um, I actually, you know, asked the the director and asked the powers that be if we could alter a couple of things because it felt really abrasive to have this grown woman yelling at this this young woman, um, right. especially when it was based in a lie. And so I, you know, I remember on the day we were shooting it, and I really gave it to her. I was I was giving her like my husband could attest to like that's angry Brianna. And, <laughs> Wow, uh, I'm scared. I remember, <laughs> I remember the directors, uh, you know, I remember they, they wanted me to add like a line or like, so just get over it. I can't remember what exactly it was, but they wanted me to say something that was even like nastier than what I was already doing. And I was like, guys, I was like, I think, I think it's okay as it is, if that's okay with you guys. I think that I've ripped her apart enough 
and people already don't love Jordan all the time. So I was like, I think we got our point across. That's, that's <laughs> <fun>. Please. <laughs> You're like, can I just not yell at nobody ever again? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt bad. I told her, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to really drive into you. And she was like, give it to me. I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like for Molly, I, I don't know why I, it kind of frustrating that the show's playing it. Like, I can't tell TJ that I slept with uh, yeah, the other guy. I can't. But I'm like, let TJ see uh, <laughs> Jordan laying into Molly. And you can understand why Molly was like, all right, we're done. I guess yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I totally agree. I think that was a bit of a missed opportunity. For yeah. <laughs> well, as we're getting close to, to winding this down, I just want to know, what are, you, what are you streaming right now? Ooh, okay. This is kind of embarrassing because I have been streaming really like incredible stuff because I've been watching a bunch of like Spike Lee movies and like <laughs> doing a lot of like just work as an actor, but Right now I'm watching um, this reality TV show called Alone. It's on Netflix and it's about these 10 contestants that get dropped off in these like severe natural environments and they can only take 10 things with them. And so like sometimes they're out there for like 40, 50, 60 days catching their own food. I'm, I'm fascinated. And truthfully, I started watching it because I told my husband, I was like, I want to know what to do if like our plane crashed and like we get like abandoned on an island. I was like, I could take some tips. <laughs> uh, you getting ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> like you never know. <laughs> so that's that the main thing I'm doing right now. <laughs> I know I started watching on Netflix one. It was called Floor is Lava. Have you guys heard of, have you heard of that? I just saw a preview. Can I tell you? I think I might go there next. <laughs> I think I might go there next. <laughs> I will give it up for the show because the conceit of the show is that they treat anybody that falls in the lava as if they really are gone. So I do like that. <laughs> They're like, well, oh my God. y'all are crazy. Y'all have lost y'all's mind. Let's let's give a, a shout out to the people that have come here to see you, Miss Dolores Leach, Mary Stewart Pierce, Fantastic Family Adventures, um, Michael B. Let me see who else is in here. The Good Juju. Can you read all these names that fast? Rodell DeMille, Zoe Johnson. And I think I've got mostly everybody that's in the chat. No, I didn't. But there's some other ones. <laughs> I didn't. I can't see. you guys. So. <laughs> I can't see, but all y'all. <laughs> Everybody, they let they're like LOL. They laughing at me because I'm always talking about how I can't see. <laughs> but there's always some issues with my glasses and my contacts. But Brianna, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday away from your gorgeous husband Chris Bowers to talk to us about everything Port Charles and General Hospital. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and of course, Brenda, if anybody wants to follow you that isn't already on social media. What's the best place to, for, for them to follow you? Ah, so my Instagram is Brianna Nicoli. So B-R-I-A-N-A-N-I-C-O-L-E-E-E. -E -E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up one more time for Brianna for coming in. Bri Brianna Nicole Henry joining us today here on the GH Report. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday. And congratulations again uh, on the wedding. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Nunes, would like Carla. to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.